All right, my brothers and sisters, got to get these last news stories in before the end of the weekend. I'm going to try to be, at least for me, fairly brief on here, but uh, you want to hear these. Some of these are updates and what have you to what I've been uh, reporting on, including what I reported on just this morning. But we know that it's now a week since, just about a week, it was uh, this past Monday, seven days ago, that Tucker Carlson showed the footage of what happened on January 6th showed, for instance, that Jacob Chansley did not violently breach the Senate uh, chambers. They even opened the door for him. He got a tour they were trying to show him around. So a defendant in the uh, Proud Boys trial is moving to dismiss his case. This happened right before the weekend because of the footage from the day of the breach that was shown for the first time on Tucker Carlson's show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Dominic Pozzola is one of the Proud Boy members on trial for obstruction of an official proceeding and other charges. The newly disclosed footage shown on Fox News this week is plainly exculpatory, Pozzola's lawyers said in the new motion. It establishes that the Senate chamber was never violently breached and in fact was treated respectfully by January 6th protesters. Among the clips Fox Tucker's, uh, Fox's Tucker Carlson broadcast was one of Jacob Chansley, another defendant who's serving a jail sentence after pleading guilty. He pled guilty because he didn't know that this exculpatory evidence existed and his lawyers had asked for all exculpatory information and, and, and footage and they never received this, so he hadn't seen it. So he pleaded guilty. But as we saw from the Tucker Carlson clip uh, last Monday, he was walking around accompanied by police officers. The officers didn't stop Chansley and even tried to open doors for him. He eventually made it into the Senate chamber where he and others later knelt and prayed. Chansley, during the prayer, gave thanks to the officers for letting us into the building. So Pozzola also entered the Capitol, and the prosecutors have argued that he and others being inside forced Congress, which was certifying the 2020 election, to go into recess. So this new footage shows that members could have continued their proceedings. That is what Pozzola's attorneys are arguing because they're arguing that they weren't in danger because police officers were there escorting these people in and opening the door for them. It was not Pozzola or, conf or, or co-defendants who caused the Congress to recess, the attorney said. Congress has interrupted its own proceedings. So very, very interesting. The lawyers are asking U.S. District Judge Timothy Kelly to dismiss it. He even asked in the motion to declare a mistrial if he rejects that request. By the way, Timothy Kelly is a Trump appointee and he's the one overseeing the case. So let's see if there's a dismissal there. Now, I want to follow up on what I reported on this morning briefly. Uh, Rubio, Marco Rubio of Florida, actually introduced a bill to block those EV tax credits that Ford is going to get by using these Chinese, this Chinese technology. So U.S. Senator Marco Rubio introduced a bill to block subsidies to Chinese battery companies if enacted Ford's new electric vehicle plant that licenses a Chinese battery maker's technology would not qualify for those EV tax credits 
appropriated in the Inflation Reduction Act. So if you missed uh, this morning's episode, I talked about how we have Joe Manchin uh, calling out and outing John Podesta for bragging about or for saying, hey, China is going to do very well with these Inflation Reduction Act funds. Well, we have Senator Marco Rubio actually introducing a bill that will block these subsidies. So Joe Manchin is talk. And hey, anytime you put John Podesta on blast, I'm going to report on it. But it's Marco Rubio who's actually introducing a bill to do something about it. Now, because I want to be brief on this stories, uh, Michigan state legislators also are rejecting these tax benefits to Ford's new battery plant. So they're getting a double whammy, not only at the federal level, but also at the state level. Michigan House Freedom Caucus held a press conference on Saturday, yesterday, to object to using taxpayers' dollars to fund the new Ford Electric Vehicle plant battery plant. The state actually appropriated $630 million for the project that sees Ford partnered with a Chinese EV maker with ties to the Chinese Communist Party. And here you go, folks. Michigan State Representative Steve Cara, caucus chair, said that the appropriations didn't follow the Michigan Constitution. So the Michigan Constitution requires that two-thirds majority vote for funding of private purposes. The spending bill passed the state's uh, house on a vote of 56 to uh, 53. It was very close. Kara accused the Democratic majority of circumventing the Constitution by calling the project a public purpose, even though it's giving tax dollars from hardworking middle class to a private company. So once again, the Democrats changing the rules for their own benefit. It's a redistribution of wealth from the hardworking middle class to the politically connected, and that's a very big problem. That is what the Michigan Freedom Caucus is saying. Now, here is the thing. They, uh, this bill was introduced. All the Democrats voted against this amendment. All the Republicans voted for it there in the Michigan State Senate. But unfortunately, there's 20 Democrats to the 18 Republicans. Tell me the Democrats aren't Marxist, anti-constitutional bastards, whether it's a state constitution or a or, or federal constitution, without telling me. And this story just shows you which side they're on. And it's not just the Chinese that Biden wants to help out. He wants to help out European automakers. Check this out. Yep. Uh, this was uh, from late yesterday over the Epic Times. The United States and the European Union will negotiate a revised trade agreement that could allow European manufacturers to receive U.S. tax credits for producing critical minerals such as lithium and nickel for electric car batteries. So the Inflation Reduction Act with provisions that's what was supposed to be in there to give green money so we can bring manufacturing back to the United States and not be dependent on foreign companies, especially China, this money is going to be going to China. Hopefully this bill from Rubio will pass and also going to European automakers. Following a Friday meeting at the White House, sorry, this is a meeting that took place on Saturday. No, Friday. Yeah, Friday, March 10th. Following a March 10th meeting at the White House between Joe Biden and the European Commissioner Ursula von der Leyen, the leaders agreed to initiate talks about the Made in America provision in the IRA, Inflation Reduction Act, that the EU maintains its protectionist and an obstacle in breaking free trade from dependence on Russia oil and gas. 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So they didn't even like the questions they were getting. So they issued a, a, a joint statement. They didn't take any questions after this meeting, by the way, on Friday. And they said the United States and European Union are taking new steps to deepen our economic relationship as we build the clean energy economies of the future and address shared economic and national security challenges. So Joe Biden working with EU so that tax credits can be enjoyed by EU companies as well, not just Chinese companies under the guise of licensing their technology to companies like Ford in the United States. Speaking of China uh, rolling over everyone, here's someone that is a savage beast. And I I had to highlight this. So here's what happened. Uh, The U.S. House sent legislation to Joe Biden on Friday requiring the administration to declassify all information held by U.S. agencies relating to the potential link uh, between the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the virus that plagued the world back in 2020. Every representative, both Democrat and Republican, voted for the bill. Okay, so this was unanimous. Last week, the U.S. Senate also voted unanimously for the bill. So this is bipartisan. Okay, which kind of suspicious that all the the Democrats are in on this almost makes you suspicious because they don't generally like transparency. But let's give them the benefit of the doubt. So Senator Josh Hawley sponsored the bill over in the Senate and the Chinese Communist Party officials wrote Senator Hawley this week and demanded that he drop the bill. But Josh Hawley is no Joe Biden. So he responded to the Chinese communists uh, with this letter. He tweeted out, China has been so worked up about this origins bill. Communist officials wrote to my office earlier this week and demanded I drop it. I thought I'd update President Xi Jinping on today's passage. And then this letter. Gotta love Josh Hawley. Dear President Xi, Today the U.S. House of Representatives followed the Senate in unanimously adopting my bill to declassify U.S. government intelligence on the origins of the virus. I know you are keenly interested in this bill. Your own communist officials have written to my office demanding we renounce it in their usual lecturing idiotic style. But the bill will soon be law unless you can convince Joe Biden to veto it. Time is up. Come clean about your role in spreading the virus to the world. And of course, there's one thing that could thwart this, of course. The only thing protecting China right now is Joe Biden, who is bought and paid for by China. This is going to be a very interesting week ahead, as noted by Jim Hoft over at the Gateway Pundit. And the week is going to start off pretty good tomorrow as uh, we've got, well, not pretty good, but newsworthy and interesting at least. Because Trump's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, was going to testify before the Manhattan Grand Jury investigating the hush payment made to Stormy Daniels, supposedly, 
on behalf of former President Trump. So uh, Trump has denied the affair, of course, but AP is reporting Donald Trump's former lawyer and fixer, Michael Cohen, is scheduled to testify Monday before a Manhattan grand jury investigating hush money payments made on the former president's behalf. Two people familiar with the matter told the Associated Press. Cohen is a key witness in Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's investigation, and his testimony is coming at a critical time as prosecutors close in on a decision whether to seek charges against Trump. Prosecutors sometimes say their most important witnesses until the end stages of a grand jury investigation. As I previously reported, Trump has been invited this next week to testify. Of course, he's not going to do that. Uh, Cohen has been meeting regularly with Manhattan prosecutors in recent weeks, including a day-long session Friday to prepare for his appearance before the grand jury, which has been hearing evidence in the matter since January. Of course, because President Trump is running in 2024, and this is the same thing they did in 2022. Same playbook, different year, different election. There is a travel advisory to Mexico. There's now three uh, women missing after traveling uh, to Mexico from Texas. Just thought you might want to know that. Uh, Mayor, Mayor Eric Adams, as I reported earlier this weekend, I think it was on Friday I reported it. Maybe it was on Saturday. He wanted to, uh, you know, they, they're spending $5 million a day. Well, that's not, uh, and then they're also now going to set up a commission to just take care of illegal aliens, not even try to solve the problem, just, you know, taxpayer money to welcome these people in and get them all set up. New York City Mayor Eric Adams now wants to offer free college to illegal immigrants. The New York Post says, in the latest sign, there's no end in sight to President Biden's border crisis. Mayor Eric Adams now wants New York taxpayers to foot the bill for migrants to go to college. Adam plans to provide as many as 100 migrants with 12 months of classes, room and board in upstate Sullivan County, and the project could continue indefinitely, the Post has learned. The pilot program to be overseen by Adam's newly created city agency, the Office of Asylum Seeker Operations, involves both SUNY College and the Center for Discovery, a special education school in nearby Harris. The cost to taxpayers hasn't been disclosed, but will uh, most likely be over $100,000 a month. So it's going to exceed $1.2 million in the first year alone. And this is just the test pilot. Speaking of tests and pilots, did you know that Chinese military rocket disintegrated over Texas? I didn't know that, but let me share this with you. A Chinese military rocket disintegrated over Texas earlier this week or last week. The rocket, which was launched from China, delivered military surveillance satellites to space in June and made its way back to Earth on uh, Wednesday over the United States. Can't make this up, folks. From spy balloons shot down after they traversed the United States, and then they started shooting everything damn thing out of the sky. And now China flexes. They put up a military sky satellite, military satellite, and then they let their, their rocket trash land in Texas. You can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. All right, that's what I have for you. I'll be back tomorrow, Monday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Ciao, goodbye, God bless.